Hello, my beautiful sisters in Christ. Welcome back to another episode of The Woman Whom Jesus Loves, where I help you to heal and to find your God-given purpose. You are listening to Season 1, Episode 7 of The Woman Whom Jesus Loves. The topic of today's episode, Embracing Godly Self-Care, with a focus on honoring God's temple. So we have two foundational verses that are going to be the basis for today's episode. So the first one is Psalms 139 and 15. I will give thanks and praise to you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it so well. And then our second foundational verse is going to be Galatians 5, 22 to 23. This is one of my favorite Bible verses. It talks about the fruit of the spirit, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness goodness, and faithfulness. I want to take the first portion of this podcast to really talk to you about what comes before honoring our body as the temple of the Holy Spirit and seeing our bodies the way that God sees our bodies. Honoring our body as the temple of the Holy Spirit is really the second part of the equation of learning how to love ourselves because we cannot do that without being in alignment with God and being in alignment with God's thoughts for how would we even know how God wants us to see our bodies if we're not in alignment. So the first part of the equation that we're going to focus on today is being in alignment with God. And then I'm going to give you some practical ways that will help you to be able to honor your body as the temple of the Holy Spirit and to be able to grow in your relationship with our Heavenly Father. The first point that I want to give you today is to seek God's will. How do you do that? Spending time in prayer and meditation is going to be crucial to knowing the Father's will for you. We have to realize that our thoughts are not God's thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And the Bible says that man walks a path that he thinks is right but that his way leads to death. The first and one of the most important steps is you having prayer and meditation and building a relationship with the Father because the closer that you get to God, the more that he will reveal himself to you, the more you are going to know his voice. We all know our mom's voice. Like our mom could be calling us in the store. We know our mom's voice from a distance. Why? is because we have an intimate relationship with our mother. Even if it's not your mother, maybe your mother was absent in your life, but you have someone in your life that you have such a intimate relationship with they can call you from jail. You're going to know that voice because you know that person. The more that you know him, the more you are going to be able to say, hey, that's my father talking. That's God. The next point is going to be studying scripture. A lot of people read the Bible. A lot of people even study the Bible, but a lot of people fail to apply the Bible to their lives. We got to put some application on this. Knowledge is not equivalent to wisdom. I can read a book and and gain knowledge from that book. But if I don't apply that knowledge to my life, it was really a waste of time because I'm not able to do anything with it because I'm not applying it. When you go to the Bible and you study the Bible, I want you to start applying this to your life. And how do you do that? I'm going to give you an example. This is one of my favorite verses. I believe it is Isaiah 41 10. And it reads, fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand so let's say you go to that verse you read that scripture how are you going to apply that to your life 
You're going to speak that over your life. Not only are you going to speak it over your life, but every time you have a fearful thought come up, you're going to be like, hey, I just read in the Bible, God said, fear not for I am with you. So you know what? Today, I'm going to choose not to fear. That's how you walk with God. That's how you use the word as your sport and not as you are going to experience spiritual growth. Next point, recognizing God's sovereignty. Sovereignty simply means God can do all things. There is nothing too big or too small or too messed up for God to do. If you're in a season like me right now, I don't understand a lot of the things that I'm experiencing, but I still have to be obedient. And by being obedient, that's showing your trust to him. Being disobedient is you not trusting the Lord. But when you are obedient, this is the heart posture of, I don't know how this is going to happen. I'm totally dependent and relying upon you for whatever is to come. Whenever I start that YouTube channel. Whenever I start that business, I don't know how this is going to work. And I know that without you, I am destined to fail. The next point is developing a relationship with God. And you do that through prayer, prayer in your relationship with God. You can't not pray and have a relationship with God. Without communication, a relationship is prone to fail. In order to be in alignment with your partner, you have to communicate with them. Because if you don't communicate with them, you may be wanting to go left and your partner may be wanting to go right. If y'all aren't in agreement on which way you are going to go, then y'all are going to be going into totally separate directions and a relationship is never going to work. You have to communicate. Communication is key to any successful long lasting relationship. And that's exactly the same as your relationship with God. This next point is embrace your uniqueness. Embrace the person that God has created you to be. God created you very intentionally and very uniquely crafted. You are not a mistake. There is nothing about you that God did not already factor into your life that would ever stop you from being the person that you were called to be. I have a special surprise for you. So stay tuned until the end of the video because I think this tool that I am going to give you is going to be so helpful as we go into this new year it's going to fill you with encouragement and i am so excited to share and let so let's move on to the next point engage in acts of service show love to one another a lot of us have people in our lives that are totally unavoidable that are very difficult people to be around whether it's your co-worker whether it's a family member, whether it is somebody at church, even when that person is being difficult to us, the act of us showing kindness is going to reflect the love of Christ. I had a situation at work yesterday. I was having a rough day spiritually. My whole day was really emotionally hijacked. My spiritual battery was on E. And so I went into work and there was a client that came in. As I was checking her out, I was just checking the boxes of getting work done. I was not doing anything extra. She was trying to engage in conversation with me, laughing, telling me about her family, and I just was not feeling it. So upon this woman leaving, she tells me to have a blessed day and she hands me a $20 bill. And I'm looking at her like, why are you giving me a $20 bill? Like I, and she's like, this is just what I do. Go get yourself some lunch. You have a great rest of your day. And when I tell you that blew my mind and I instantly felt the presence of God, I was really feeling defeated during that time. And it wasn't even about the money. It was about the simple fact that I was not nice to this lady. 
And the fact that she responded to me with kindness and not only kindness, but generosity immediately I felt the presence of God and I was like, I know this is a work of God. And I know that this is God telling me like, hey, whatever is going on with you right now, you're going to be okay. I don't know if I would be up on this day right now making this podcast video if it wasn't for that divine interaction because I really felt myself turning away from God and losing faith and how he drew me back in and was like, I'm with you. So if you are down right now, you've been having a bad week, sister, it is okay to get up. God loves you. There is nothing that he cannot handle. Our next point, live out your purpose. In order to live out your purpose, you first have to know your purpose. In order to know your purpose, you ask the purpose giver. You ask the creator. Look at all of the gifts that God has given you. What are you passionate about? And how can you use that to make a positive impact on the kingdom of God and to share the gospel and to bring more people to Christ? I never in a million years thought that I would be speaking on this podcast. When I was growing up, I got bullied for the way that I talked. I had a speech impediment when I was a child. And even to this day, I still slur my words. People would make fun of me to the point to where it ruined my self-esteem and I would barely talk. Before I started getting bullied, I thought I was normal. I didn't even notice that I had a speech impediment. After I started getting bullied, I shut down. I stopped talking if I didn't need to. I did not want to read in class. I was afraid to make friends because if I really say what I want to say, they're going to judge me because I have a speech impediment. It took me a long time to start embracing that and reading about Moses in the Bible, like Moses stuttered, but look at all of the things that God has done through Moses. I never saw myself as a speaker. And now look at what God is doing in my life. He has given me enough strength and healed me so much so that I can sit here today and minister and help and assist you to heal and to help you in your journey with God, it may be that very one thing that you hate about yourself the most that God is going to use and turn it around. And people are going to look at you and be like, is that the same girl that used to have a list, but now she's talking on a podcast and she has a YouTube channel. The next point is cultivating the fruits of the spirit in your life. Love, joy, peace, patience. So patience is not about the fact that you can wait. Patience is not about how long you can wait. Patience is all about how you act when you wait. If you are in your single season, what are you doing with your time? Are you spending more time with God? Are you walking in your purpose? Are you serving other people? Are you learning how to love other people? How are your relationships looking? God always takes you through a season of preparation. Before the promises, there is preparation. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and one of my favorites is self-control. These are also fruits of the Spirit. The Bible tells us to walk in the Spirit and we will not pursue the desires of the flesh. And I know you're thinking, how do I know if I'm truly walking with God? Write down the fruits of the Spirit. And anytime that you are questioning your identity in Christ, and I want you to quiz yourself, do I have peace? Am I joyful? Am I being kind to people? Am I practicing self-control? 
And if any one of those are off, spend time with God in prayer about how you can grow in that area of your life. Next point is community. Surrounding yourself with like-minded people that are going to encourage you, but also challenge you in your walk with God. Challenge is necessary in relationship. If you have someone that never challenges you, you are not in relationship with the right person. A true relationship, an edifying relationship, that person may not always tell you what you want to hear, but they're going to tell you what you need to hear in order to grow and to help push you into your purpose and to push you deeper in your walk with Christ. Remember that embracing God's design for you is a continuous journey. It's not going to happen overnight. It requires intentionality, trusting in him and surrendering to his will. For the remainder of this podcast episode, I want to answer the question for you. How do you balance spiritual and physical well-being? The first thing is to establish a routine and be consistent. Establishing a routine does not mean changing your whole lifestyle in a day. It can be as simple as incorporating one new positive healthy habit that feeds your physical and spiritual well-being. Over time, you can start building that one into two things, three things. That is how you change. Set aside time for exercise. I don't care if it's only 10 minutes. Move your body every day. And I, moving forward, will be holding myself accountable as well. Set aside time for biblical meditation, prayer, and for scripture. Every one of these activities helps to combat any stress in your life. The next habit that is going to help you adopting a healthy and balanced diet while being mindful that God is providing you, start saying your grace. Thank you, God, that you have provided me with this food. Thank you, God, that I'm not starving. Thank you, God, for your provision. Practicing gratitude before meals and making choices that honor your body as a temple. I don't want you to focus so much on what you can't have, but I'm going to focus on being grateful that you have the option to make choices that honor your body. Next point is physical activity as worship. Start viewing exercise as an opportunity to honor God with your body. Honor God by caring for the body that he gave you. Engage in activities that bring you joy and that also align with your physical abilities. So if you don't like cardio, don't do as much cardio. If you don't like lifting weights, Find something else to do. Take a Zumba class. There are so many options when it comes to exercise. You are going to find something that you love and that you enjoy doing. It's going to be much easier to engage in physical activity, which is going to lead to a healthier version of yourself. The next habit to incorporate is rest. You cannot properly take care of yourself if you are not getting rest. Resting allows you time for physical recovery and it also creates space for spiritual reflection. A lot of the times God speaks to you the most when you are resting. When you're busy, going from point A to point B, checking off all of the things on your agenda, you are prone to not even hearing God's voice at all because you're so consumed. Sometimes you just have to stop and be still. Next habit is fostering a mind-to-body connection. Recognize the interconnectedness between physical health and spiritual health. There is this book called Everybody Matters that I, this book talks about you can't be all in spiritually and, and neglect your physical self because God cares about your body as well. If you're focusing solely on your physical body and you're not feeding your spirit man, 
there is no benefit to you when I'm not being a good steward of my body. That affects me spiritually. I feel horrible and I don't have as much confidence or energy as I would if I were doing all of those things. And the final point I want to leave with you is to have self-compassion and have grace. Be kind to yourself in your journey, sis. Embrace grace for imperfections and for setbacks. Those are to be expected. There is going to be bumps and obstacles along the way but what is going to allow you to overcome those obstacles and for you to grow in your health journey is to be gracious with yourself a lot of times we start something in the moment we face an obstacle we want to give up no that's not how you grow you falling down is an opportunity for you to learn from your mistakes that will help you to grow that is how you become successful. Success only comes by failure, learning from your failures and then incorporating and then turning that lesson into an opportunity for you to grow. And as I have promised you, I do have a special gift for you. I have linked in the show notes a free PDF of the Temple Care Challenge. This is a week-long challenge that focuses on spiritual and also physical health. So the reason why I chose to do a week-long challenge is because I don't want anybody to be overwhelmed. I think a one-week challenge is a perfect way to kickstart the year. Over time, you can add on to this routine. It's just the perfect amount to give you a push start of motivation to living out your best year yet. And I am so excited to be doing this with you. So go ahead and download your free copy now. I highly encourage you to share with us your daily self-care habits and your fitness routines that you are using using the hashtag temple care challenge we want to hear your experiences of how you are going to honor god's temple through physical health and self-care and to head to the woman whom jesus loves group, facebook group to engage with fellow sisters in christ and so the reflection question that i want to leave off with for today's episode is how do you maintain a balance between pursuing physical health goals and avoiding obsessive behavior in your self-care practices because i know for a lot of us myself included is very easy to become obsessed so if you have any tips to share with the community please leave us a comment down so that we can help each other grow and encourage one another along our journey with Christ so that we, we can become the women that God has created us to be. And so this will conclude season one, episode seven of The Woman Whom Jesus Loves. Next week's episode, we are going to be talking about overcoming body shame. We are going to be addressing feelings of shame. We're going to be identifying what even is shame. What is the difference between shame and guilt and how to find healing in Christ? Because I want to assist you on your journey to body positivity and learning how to love yourself. If you enjoyed today's episode, leave a review. Your feedback is valued and it helps me to know what content resonates with you. And if you have any questions or you need advice, send in your inquiry and I will address it in an upcoming Q&A. You can submit this via email or you can DM me. And I always like to end off each episode in prayer. Heavenly Father, I invite you into this place as I lead out my sisters in Christ in prayer. Thank you. We are so grateful to be able to have the strength to move our bodies and to care and steward for our bodies. We are 
immensely grateful of this gift that you have blessed us with. And I pray that we will learn how to offer up our bodies as an acceptable form of worship so that we can be fit to fulfill the will that you have for our lives and walk in the purpose that you have for us. Father, I pray that you give us the desire to honor our body by what we put into it and also seeing the benefit in physical activity. We thank you, Daddy. And we pray for a blessed week moving forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, 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 oh